With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real Wood smoke, real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Right Brand Bacon. That's called Right Brand Bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Got a busy show coming up. A little bit later on, Deion Sanders will stop by. Tim Hasselbeck, mothership analyst, will look back on what happened last night. Chargers handled the Jets. That was not a a good game for either team, really. I looked at the Chargers. They had their moments, and they took advantage of them. As for the Jets, that anemic offense, I mean, they're scoring a touchdown. Their offense is scoring a touchdown a game. That's the average for them. A little more than that. Uh, The Giants, they're around the same average there. I think one has eight touchdowns. The other has nine offensive touchdowns. But the Chargers got the win. And I started to look ahead with the Chargers. They're four and four. I don't know if they're a wow, four and four, or they're a four and four. But they're healthy. And that's usually a problem for the Chargers. They host Detroit at Green Bay, host Baltimore at New England, host Denver at the Raiders. All right. At least you're hosting Baltimore and Detroit. So you might have a shot with uh, one, if not both. At New England, at Green Bay, hosting Denver, and at the Raiders. All right, you could see maybe a playoff picture there for the Chargers coming up, but they've been kind of quiet. Justin Herbert didn't look great last night, uh, but the defense looked really good last night. Or I should say the Jets' offensive line looked terrible last night. And yes, Zach Wilson will be the scapegoat. He's not the solution, but I don't think he's the problem. I think they got other issues there. And if I'm Aaron Rodgers warming up before the game, I don't know if I'm ready to get right back behind that offensive line. You might go, can we do anything uh, in the meantime here while I'm rehabbing? Help me with that offensive line? Because that was not pretty. But I thought when I'm watching the game, if I'm a Jets fan, you know, I'm going to say at least I'm not a Giants fan. Because there's a little more hope with the Jets than there is the Giants. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock, our streaming partner. Thank you for downloading the app, our radio affiliates. We're going to have a play of the day, stat of the day poll question. No NBA today or tonight, but a lot of Mac football, Maction. The Michigan story continues to develop opening night for college basketball. Had some uh, interesting moments there. The uh, defending national champs, the UConn Huskies, the men's team, was a winner over Northern Arizona, whereas LSU, the defending women's team, got surprised last night. 
Colorado. Do you believe? I don't know if Dion will bring up the women's basketball team at Colorado and if we believe in them, but he'll join us in the final hour of the program. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, nearly 400 cities carrying this program. All right, Seton, what's the poll question we're going to start out with? Hour one. Uh, we can talk about uh, the more frustrating franchise, Dan, the L.A. Chargers or the New York Jets. Um, the Chargers have... Hmm. It's a different kind of frustration because the Chargers have the talent to be a Super Bowl contender. The Jets haven't had that talent. It's frustrating that they haven't been able to cobble together a competitive team or a consistent team. The Chargers, I just look at as it, it's an opportunity lost because eventually that window closes. It, it's like the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills are a better version of that window-closing opportunity to play in big games. The Chargers never even got to that level. And they do have talent. They got a good running back, a couple of good receivers. They got some impact defensive players. Justin Herbert. Herbert last night became the fastest player in NFL history with 1,500 completions. He did that in 57 games. Five games faster than Patrick Mahomes and Matthew Stafford. Uh, Keenan Allen. 10,000 career receiving yards. So he joins Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, Travis Kelsey, Devontae Adams on that list. They have moments. Uh, Austin Eckler, a couple of touchdowns last night. Austin Eckler last year was unbelievable. But it comes down to, do you believe in Brandon Staley as the coach? And is he ready for a big moment? Is Justin Herbert ready for a big moment? We thought he was last year. Then they lose to Jacksonville after a big lead. They're, they're kind of puzzling and, and frustrating. But, it, you know, you look at the schedule, and they do have that opportunity here. You know, you could go through the next, what, one, two, three, four, five, six. Let's say you go four and two. All right, you're eight and six. You're on the doorstep there. Yeah, Pauling. It's frustrating, though, because the Chargers so far this season don't have a quality win. They lost to the Cowboys. They lost to the Chiefs. Lost to the Dolphins and the Titans. Quality teams. I'm fudging it with the Titans. But then they got their wins over the Vikings, Raiders, Bears, and Jets. Yeah. It's like you said, they have an opportunity here to either get their coach fired or get in the playoffs. Yeah, there's a couple of teams, like the Dolphins. I don't know who the Dolphins are. As I said yesterday, I find them fascinating. They're interesting. I don't know if they're good. They, they have those moments where you go, oh, boy, nobody wants to face them. Well, they have to get into the playoffs before you say, oh, nobody wants to face them. And that could be the case. And I don't think the Jets are that far away. When I watch, I go, okay, they got a good running back. They got a really good wide receiver. Um, Zach Wilson, as I said, is, is not the problem. He's just not the solution. If you're expecting him to be something more than what he is right now, then, you know, I think you're, you're fooling yourself. The defense is really good, and I thought the defense played well last night. They shut down the Chargers. You had a... You know, a punt return. He had a uh, fumble return for a touchdown. Other than that, I thought San Diego's or the Chargers' offense was pretty quiet. Yes, Tom. Would the Jets be significantly better if they had a much better running quarterback based on their offensive line if they had someone dynamic enough to get around that weakness? Well, Zach Wilson's running. <laughs> He's running for his life back there. I don't know if it matters. Um if if he had uh, Kyler Murray or you know Lamar Jackson, is he are they going to be better? Well, of course they will, but I I just think we keep looking at Zach Wilson and expecting him to be somebody that uh, he's not. 
And, and you know, the Jets, we, we talked about this with, should the Jets have gone out and got Josh Dobbs? Like, all of a sudden, Josh Dobbs is this, you know, coveted quarterback. He's been on five teams in the last, you know, two months. But he does play well, and he has poise, and he's a little bit older. But if you do that, then you're saying to Zach Wilson, uh, it's all over for you. And I think they had to find out what they have. And they have. Now they're waiting for Aaron Rodgers. But also Aaron Rodgers out there throwing the football. And you start to wonder, okay, Aaron Rodgers wants you to see him. That's why he does this. He doesn't do this at 2 in the afternoon. He does this right before game time. He wants ESPN's cameras on him. He is very proud of his rehab. And good for him. He wants to prove there's alternative medicine out there. Good for him. But at what point, if he's ready to play, do you want him to play? And even if you're kind of on the cusp of the playoffs, because I think Aaron Rodgers is so determined to come back and play this year, and, and yes, he wants to, he's getting paid, he wants to help his teammates, but he wants to, I think a bigger picture is uh, his take on modern medicine. Well, this is where Robert Sala is going to have to come in, I think, at some point. And that is, he'll say, look, Aaron's been medically cleared. We've decided that we don't want him to play. Now, if they're playoff eligible, it's going to be, that'll be a, a really difficult decision, I think. And, and Rodgers is going to want to play. Now, I don't think anybody is going to believe that the Jets are going to shut down Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers is medically cleared, Aaron Rodgers is going to want to play. It's that important. But you have nine more games. Can he be ready? And with that offensive line, how do you feel? You've lost him for this season. For the most part, you don't want to lose him for next season. All right. Uh, what else do we have, Seton? Uh, well, off of the game last night, if you had to bet a week's pay, would you say Aaron Rodgers plays a regular season game or doesn't play at all this season? Okay. Regular season is an interesting yes. caveat. All right. I'll start with you, Todd. I think he will find a way into the lineup at the end of the regular season. All right. Seton O'Connor. I don't think he will. All right. Marvin? No. Paul? Does not play this year. I don't think he plays this year. I think he'll be healthy enough to play. I don't think he plays. I don't know if it's a medically cleared, but I don't think he plays. Uh, Robert Sala, the Jets head coach, had this to say about his current quarterback. Is this a step back for Zach Robert? Uh, I, I don't know if you could say step back. You know, there's like I said, there's it's all encompassing. You know, obviously he's going to want some things that he he wishes he could have done better. It's just a little bit of everything. It's just uh, one of those bizarre games. It just every time we had momentum. Uh, like I said, just a self-inflicted wound. Uh, wound. Uh, was it his best game? Obviously not. Was it his worst game? No. I'm not going to say it was even close to his worst game, but uh, uh, it's, I think the entire offense, obviously we all could have been better. Here's Zach Wilson on his performance. I feel like I, I'm in best position I've ever felt mentally. My understanding of the game, I feel ready to get be out there and be competing. And so that's what's so frustrating, and just just not getting things done. You know, it's frustrating. And it starts with me finding a way. But, you know, I'm ready for the opportunity in the moment, and we got to find a way to get it done. The Jets have eight offensive touchdowns through eight games. The Giants have nine offensive touchdowns through nine games. The last time you had two teams that were scoring one offensive touchdown or less through the first nine games of a season was 2009. 
That's when the Raiders had seven. The Browns had five offensive touchdowns through nine games. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that one stat of the day. Paulie? We were, a few minutes ago you said which team has more hope going forward, the New York Jets or New York Giants. Jets have a great defense, and they have supposedly Aaron Rodgers coming back next year. The Giants, uh, they got a couple great defensive linemen, but they also right now have the fourth pick of the draft. They could, you know, because of Daniel Jones' injury and how bad they are this year, they can get out of the Daniel Jones situation. Yeah, but the Giants just traded away their best defensive lineman to Seattle. <laughs> I, and Saquon Barkley, as much as I love watching him, I, I mean, the Giants are really nondescript. They're, they're a couple losses away from being in the Drake May window. Yeah. But the, but the Jets, Brees Hall, I like a lot. Garrett Wilson is really good. You've got really good defensive players. And if, if you start with that cornerstone of we're a really good defensive team, it takes away the pressure of what Aaron Rodgers is going to have to do when he comes back. Really, you're only asking them to score a certain number of points, like 17. And then the defense, you know, hang on to the football. And if you can get a 17 points, I mean, it's not like the Baltimore Ravens back in 2000 when they sort of just said, give us 10 points and we'll win all the games with our defense. But you're pretty close to that. Yeah, Paulie. Going back to the Chargers, over the past 22 seasons, their quarterbacks have been Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, and Justin Herbert, and they have not attended a Super Bowl. Well, they've gone to a Super Bowl. <laughs> they watched it? Yeah, Drew Brees has been at a Super Bowl. But it, look at that. Look at the quarterback position. They've had Hall of Famer, even though they only had the early point of his career. Then Phil Rivers, very good quarterback, played for a long time. Justin Herbert, and nothing to show for it. Yeah. The Jets have had 15 quarterbacks. Yeah. Yes, Mark. Are the Chargers on their third generation of really good, talented teams like the Fouts, Kellen Winslow? Then they went to a Super Bowl with Stan Humphreys and Natron Means. Yeah. The poor man's Jerome Bettis. And then <laughs> you got Phillip Rivers, Ladanian, Antonio Gates, and now this crew, they're like year number 40 of, man, this, is, this, this could be the year. Well, you can go back to the Chargers with John Hadle and Lance Allworth and Dickie Post. They Gary Garrison, they had a really, really talented offensive team. But you're right. It feels like every decade it's another, oh, my God, the Chargers are loaded. And then it's another decade. Oh, man, they're loaded. And then they play like they're loaded because they're not dangerous. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. All right, so uh, we'll settle on a poll question. Dion will join us a little bit later on. Tim Hasselbeck next hour as we sort of slice and dice what happened so far over the weekend as we head into the second half of the season. Also, I have the odds right now for mid-season MVP, mid-season Defensive Player of the Year, mid-season Coach of the Year. We'll take a break and reveal those coming up right after this Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The all-electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is luxury and innovation on a truly magnificent scale. It's not just the flagship of the Mercedes-Benz electric lineup. It sets a whole new standard for all luxury electric vehicles. You're going to marvel at this epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen featuring self-upgrading next-generation AI and a beautiful, intuitive interface for both driver and front seat passenger. You'll experience next-level comfort in an exquisite spacious, near-silent cabin that makes this flagship feel more like you're piloting a spaceship. And you'll appreciate the graceful aerodynamic design that almost completely eliminates drag for an outstanding operating range of up to 350 miles on a single charge. The EQS is an object lesson in just how far electric mobility has come. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Take a test drive. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQS. Prior to the commercial break, I teased that we had the midseason awards, according to DraftKings. Who do you think? Now, there's ooh, three-way tie for MVP midseason. Marvin, I'll start with you. Patrick Mahomes. Bloop. You can keep going if you want to. Oh, that's all I got. Oh, that's all you got. Oh, you know what, Tua? No. Okay. All right. Todd? Jalen Hurts. Bloop. Pauly? That's still got to be a quarterback. Uh, I'm going to say Tyreek Hill. Lamar Jackson? Uh, that was going to be my guess. Oh, Seton. Lamar Jackson. You get bloop, we got it. Yeah. How about that? My preseason MVP pick. Yeah. Yeah, I said if I was uh, looking at long odds, Lamar Jackson was the pick start the year. And uh, right now, Lamar, Jalen Hurts, and Patrick Mahomes. Then it's two and Joe Burrow. The Offensive Player of the Year, there's a tie. Todd? Which, oddly enough, won't be one of those quarterbacks, I guess. Yes. Or? Yeah, this is the non-quarterback. Although, there is a quarterback in the top five. Like, why don't we just say, look, this isn't for you. This is for everybody else, not the quarterback for Offensive Player of the Year. Tyreek Hill and Christian McCaffrey, they're the co-favorites. Then A.J. Brown. 
man, I'd put A.J. Brown maybe a little. His his odds should be a little bit better th- than what they are. Jamar Chase and Lamar Jackson, uh, distant fourth and fifth. Jamar Chase hurt his back, might not be able to play this next game. Defensive player of the year. I'm a little surprised at this. Uh, Todd? I'd like to see Max Crosby get it. Max Crosby is fifth on the list, a distant fifth. Paulie? T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt is third. Hmm. Marvin? You said surprise, Roquan Smith. <laughs> yeah. It's not, not that surprise. Oh, okay. <laughs> Seton? Uh, Nick Bosa? Nope, it's Micah Parsons, and then it's uh, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, you can make a case. Even T.J. Watt. Uh, and Max Crosby has had, I think he's got nine and a half sacks. I always want to know how many pressures you have for a quarterback. And Max Crosby has a lot of pressures and had quite a few against the Giants. I want to know how often you're in there. If, hey, I, when I'm in there, I get a sack. Well, how often are you in there? That's what I want to know. And Max Crosby has a lot of pressures, but it feels like Miles Garrett is just a different human being. Uh, Micah Parsons is great. Uh, T.J. Watt, great as well. Coach of the Year odds. Marvin, I'll start with you. This, according to DraftKings, Coach of the Year odds midseason. Mike McDaniel. Second on the list. Todd. I know there was high expectations, but Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell is your favorite right now. Then Mike McDaniel. Now, D'Amico Ryans is third. Mm. Guess who's fourth? <laughs> He's tied for fourth with John Harbaugh. Everybody gets a guess. Doug Peterson. No, Marvin. Bill Belichick. No, Paulie. Mike McCarthy. No, Todd. <laughs> Tomlin always finds a way to get it done. Robert Sala. Come on. That's what I went. Wait a minute. Did they take this vote before last night? Bob? Yeah. Robert Sala. All right. So uh, James Harden made his debut last night. When I, uh, you know, they like to show the arrivals of the players. And I text the Danettes because James Harden came in, and it looked like he had just gone and had a big steak dinner. Like, you know, you kind of come in, and you're just like, oh, man, was that a great meal. And then he goes out and plays in his debut for the Clippers. Yes, Paulie? I have a theory. We are not making fun of James Harden for being overweight because I think he's in great shape. If you watch him, he's, he's strong. He could play. He's definitely in great shape. But some people have a look to them like they're not. Like, Ezekiel Elliott always looked kind of thick and not in great shape, which I'm sure he is. Mm. Remember Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah. He always looked very dumpy to me. You know, he had this huge head, and it, but he was a very athletic, strong guy. I think James Harden suffers for that. He doesn't look muscular. It's the beard. If he shaved the beard, we'd oh, go, yeah. oh, my gosh, he looks 15 pounds lighter. Yes, Mark? I want to give him the benefit of the doubt because he was at the Garden, and you know that, that ramp? That you got to walk up from the bottom all yeah. the way up to the top. So maybe you know I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. And he had like bell bottoms on also. I'm now, give him the benefit. It of just the doubt. looked like he pushed himself away from the table, <laughs> and he it was. No, but it was more of his facial expression, not that he looked overweight. He just was like, oh man. But he has moments, and and it's really not about his scoring. He has some wonderful passes, and. I don't know how many guys have led the league in scoring and assist 
multiple times in their careers, but he's been able to do that. Now, he has the ball more than anybody else, but he does. He's very, very creative in what he sees, when he sees it. And I don't know what the system is. I don't know how it's changed, but it felt like the Clippers were not quite sure what everybody was doing last night. And uh, the Knicks picked up the win comfortably. Yes, Todd? It could be less an expression of looking full and more of a, when am I going to get out of here and move on to my next team? I don't think it's that. No. I think, I think this is his, his spot. And I think he likes playing with these guys. He's in Los Angeles. Uh, quick trip to Houston when he needs it. But I would say... <laughs> <laughs> they don't have them in L.A.? They don't they, have... I don't think they're as good as they are in nah, Houston. You're right about that. Yeah. There's certain... Like Atlanta and Houston... Those are probably great places where I don't know if that's where you would expect expect uh, James Harden to play really well or not play well <laughs> when he goes to Atlanta and he goes to Houston. Yes, more. Maybe that's why the Hawks aren't very good. <laughs> the agents might say, "Whoa, he wants to play where? He can't play in Atlanta." Well, it's like South Beach too, but that's different. That's for the nightlife entertainment, different type of entertainment. That South Beach flu is real. Yeah, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, we'll get some phone calls there, but uh, yeah, I watched. The Pacers scored like 152 on Victor Wambayama and the Spurs. I like how it's on Victor Wambayama. (laughs) You should have stopped those guys from scoring 152 points. Yes, Todd. I think they had 86 at halftime. Yeah. Kind of insane. Yeah, thank you, Todd. Uh, Opening night for college basketball as well. Michigan State loses at home. Mm -hmm. Women's college basketball. Uh, South Carolina, Notre Dame in Paris, which was interesting. That was afternoon. We got a chance to watch a little bit of that. Caitlin Clark, nice uh, debut. Uh, kind of, I think, played first half. That's about it. LSU losing. Mm, Kim Mulkey cannot be pleased about that. Yes, Todd? I was right about Iowa handling Fairleigh Dickinson. I'm glad they were able to get by them. No, you're right. We thought Fairleigh Dickinson was going to win that you never one. never know. Yeah. And you said no. Iowa's playing at home. They could find a way to squeeze that one out. <laughs> I've been taking the under on the yeah. Iowa game. So. <laughs> Uh, uh, Dion will join us a little bit later on in the show. Of course, we book him after a loss, but uh, maybe it's more fun. Maybe you'll be in a kind of cantankerous mood there. Yes, Paul. How are we going to get to? Uh-oh. How are you going to get to Uh-oh. the NFL question? Okay, I got. It. Okay, here we go. You thought this? Okay. Yes. Sometimes I plan out these interviews. Right. Yes, it's a new thing. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't always <laughs> appear that way, but yeah, sometimes I give it great thought. What if I now Dion's going to say no? I'm staying here. I'm not leaving. I don't want to leave. I have you know this is something he has to say. I don't care about bowl eligible. I'm here. Okay. What if a team says we're going to draft your son Shadur and we want you to be his coach in the NFL? How do you think he would answer that? What if they say and we're going to draft Shiloh, your other son? Let's say you're the Bears. And you're going you're gonna to have an, a vacancy. And you say, Dion, we want you to coach the Bears. We're going to draft your son. We'll draft both of your sons. How does he wiggle out of that question? Yes, Todd. I think he may some, say something like, as tempting as that may sound, at some point you've got to let your kids fly. And once it gets to the pro level, I don't have any personal desire to coach in the pros. I'm happy in the college and let them go do their thing by themselves. But, but he has coached them their entire lives. I know, but that's why it's time to maybe uh, cut the cord a little bit. Mm, okay. Yes, Paul. I'm looking at different mock drafts, and it's way too early. But like in one mock draft, Bo Nix is fifth. 
and Shador Sanders is 29th. Another one, Shador Sanders is 7th. You know, like it's it hasn't <laughs> shaken out yet. But there was a point in the year when Colorado was hot that Mel Kuyper and all the big ones. Oh, yeah. Shador Sanders was a top 10 guy. Yeah. I'm curious if a guy like him says, I, I love my dad, but I have to strike while the iron's hot. I know the NIL money at Colorado's sick, but it, staying is not never He's that He's going to stay one more year. Well. Shador is staying one more year. I mean, Dion would probably tell you that, that he, like, hey, I'm the coach, but I'm also your dad, and I'm telling you, you're staying one more year. I need you one more year at Colorado. And Shiloh, his de- you know, the defensive back, you're staying too one more year. So Dion will join us a little bit later on uh, here in the program. All right, uh, a couple of phone calls. Barry in Santa Fe. Barry, how's morale with your Jets? Oh, good morning, fellas. Good morning, chat row. Uh, I would like to uh, apologize <laughs> to everybody who had to watch that mess last night. Um, I now know the uh, meaning of gaslighting. I've been watching this offense stink all year. And after the giant win, people are saying, well, you know, uh, they're all there. They might get the division. They might make the playoffs. They might do this. They might do that. What, what are these people watching? The offense stinks. Uh, Zach Wilson is not the problem. He's a big problem. He stinks. Yeah, but they were but the, four and three 24 hours ago, Barry. If they beat the Chargers last night, are you calling in today? I'm calling in today and saying, just like last week, I don't buy it. It's not going to happen. They can't do this every week. They With no offense, they, this is not a playoff team. It's not even a good team. The Steelers the, uh, are doing it. Well, the Steelers are doing it. They don't have uh, they don't have Zach Wilson, and they don't have an offensive line that stinks. And uh, you know that's what it is. I mean, uh, and I would like to also uh, <laughs> apologize in the future for a Sunday's mess on uh, on a Sunday night football against the Raiders, where I will be. Although I am thinking of selling my ticket for uh, the Beatles uh, Cirque du Soleil show. All right. Well, thank you, Barry. I don't know what that meant. Is it Jets at Raiders this Sunday night? Yeah. And the NFL chose not to flex out of that? Well, NBC. That's yeah. Sunday oh, night NBC. football. Yeah. Did did they, like, miss a window? Did they miss a deadline? <laughs> I mean, I, I would love an explanation on that one. Is it, or did the Jets do it enough and the Raiders do it enough with their fan bases? I have no idea. And then you're followed up by uh, Broncos at Bills. Another barn burner. Wow. Golly, that's a tough Sunday. But when can you flex out? I think there's a window, like, I think it's a uh, two weeks they before. changed. So no matter what, you can flex out of these games? Because they've changed this here in the last couple of years. But I'm not sure when you can flex out. Yes, Marvin. Oh, in the NFL website, it says for Sunday Night Football, it may be used up to twice between weeks 5 and 10, and at the NFL's discretion during weeks 11 through 17. Oh, so... NBC can decide early, the NFL decides later for flexing out of a game? It looks that way. Okay. Uh, Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. Welcome back. Good morning, Dan and Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, that Michigan State loss to James Madison is, is something else to start the college basketball season, but Tommy Mitho's team always loses early. I had a quick question, though, real quick. When Justin Herbert's career is all said and done, which uh, former quarterbacks will it look like? Will it be more like Dan Marino's, just a pure passer with success but no ring? Tony Romo, stats, good guy, 
but no playoff success, or Stafford, where you have all the records in passing and completions, then you change teams and get a late ring. I, I don't want to play that game because I, I, I want to be fair to Justin Herbert. You know, that he's only been in the league a couple of years. Um, he does have really good stats, and if he turns out to be Dan Marino or Matthew Stafford, I'd sign up for that. Marino's Hall of Famer, Matthew Stafford's on the doorstep there. Absolutely. And Tony Romo had a really good career. Now, they didn't, you know, Stafford won with the Rams. Tony Romo was a really good quarterback. And Marino uh, is iconic. But uh, Justin Herbert, if, if I was going to sign up, now is he going to have a career like Phillip Rivers, where a lot of talent, they just never won the big game. And I'm not talking about the Super Bowl. I'm talking about winning a playoff game, a big game that you have to win. But Phillip Rivers might be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, Tony Romo came out of nowhere, 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 Eastern Illinois. He had four Pro Bowl appearances. He finished third for the MVP at age 34. Then the season after that, he gets hurt. Mm. I mean, he was right. He was somewhere. And Dak took that team. They went 13-3. and Yeah. Uh, Doug in Daytona. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. B. O. L. T. S. False. 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 <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I'm realistic. Uh, I've, okay. I've watched this series before. I know the season finale ends. <laughs> pain, and, pain and misery. But, you know, it's still fun. And I'd like to tell Barry, been happily married for 35 years. I don't do what I want, <laughs> when I want, or where I want. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. Yes, we a Charger fan, all right? Brandon in Wisconsin. Hi, Brandon. What's on your mind today? And how you boys doing? Great, great, great. What do you have? Oh, I forgot. Five ten, uh, one seventy. First time ever calling into a radio show in my entire life, and it's uh, not on a sports tape. But I need some uh, relationship advice from you and the boys. Okay. Hoping that you can help me out. So I'm. Uh, I live up uh, in Wisconsin. Obviously, there's no sports gambling. Apart, there's a casino in Green Bay right across from the uh, airport. So I go pretty much every Sunday, bet, have some drinks, reset for the week. And so I was there this past Sunday, and uh, this me and a buddy, this girl sat down next to us, and uh, my buddy went to go play blackjack for a bit. So I started talking to her, asking her if she had any action going. And um, she did, and uh, she apparently is big into sports betting, um, loves football, my type of girl. So we kind of talk off and on during the game. Um, I have a couple other buddies there, so I swing by, talk to them for a bit. And uh, anyway, to cut to the chase, I, uh, I dropped the 100-pound ball at the end of the noon game. She took off, told me good luck on my bets, and I failed to ask her for a phone number, and I just kind of let her walk away. So, um, about 10 minutes after that, I was kicking myself severely. And, yes, it was eating me up yesterday, so I decided to go online. I actually found her in her Facebook page. Mm. And I'm wondering, is it too inappropriate, too creepy stalkerish to send her a message, be like, hey, we talked to the sports book on Sunday, blah, 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 blah. Or is that too over the top, or do you think that's something appropriate? I would say it borders on creepy. Um, I don't want to say stalker-ish, but I would, I'd go back to the casino next weekend and then hope that you run into her. But if you didn't do it then, if I'm, if I'm the woman, I'm like, all right, and then you move on. Now all of a sudden, you know, 
you, you had this epiphany that you're going to reach out to her. I would, I would hope for the chance that you would meet her again at the casino. Yes, Eden. I think two things. I think one, Dan, you're absolutely right. Go back to the casino and see if you run into each other again. Uh, the other thing that I would say is you should probably find a female in your life and ask her how it's going to be received, the Facebook thing. Calling and asking five dudes <laughs> is probably not the way to go about it, especially when one of them is Fritzy. Don't, <laughs> don't call us and ask us, hey, how do you think a woman is going to receive this uh, message on Facebook, I would absolutely ask a woman in your life how they would receive it if they got it. Ritzy's already looked up this woman and tried to contact her. I think she'd be flattered. Wow, he went through all this trouble to try to track me down. That's flattered. Uh, yeah. There you go, buddy. <laughs> yep. that's Brandon, that's yeah. all you really need there to know. There you go. That yes, Paul. Try to... I'm trying to navigate this one. I think the right answer is go back to the casino a couple times and try to run into her. However, if she likes you and she liked you in the moment and she reach out and she likes you, she'll probably wink at the light stalking and think of it as like, wow, he really liked me enough to pursue a little bit. If she thinks you're a creep, it's over real fast. You'll know in, in three minutes after you send that Facebook message. Now, I would probably have, if you do reach out to her, I would say to her, God, I am terrible at gambling and terrible at missing a moment. And I should have said, I'd love to see you at the casino again, or maybe I could take you out for a drink. And I do apologize. I don't mean to come off as creepy, stalkerish. I just, I, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I missed the moment, and uh, I'd, I'd love to be able to make it up to you. Then you could do it that way, where you massage it a little bit. But if you just come out of nowhere, you can't come off the top rope here. <laughs> you, you just can't. what, Todd? But there's something to be said by trying to control your own destiny as opposed to leaving it to chance. I'm going to sit here all day in the casino every week hoping this woman I really like walks in, which could be never or months from now. I understand the creepy factor, but, but, you're but the not, way you said it could be helpful. Todd, you don't have any position for advice. I don't. You, but the way you, you cushioned it about the, uh, I hope this doesn't come across creepy, I should have said something, I was too shy at the moment, or whatever. Something but like you've that. had your wife, and then you had that one woman who had, you know, made you crudite. And, Simone. Yeah, Simone. The French-Israeli woman from Sheep's Head Bay. Sheep's Head Bay. <laughs> yeah. Have I told that story before? Yes. And then you made out in a movie theater with her. Yes, during yeah. a Wild Orchid. Yes. From the makers of Nine and a Half Weeks. Yes. Thank you, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> You're you're not you're not the sounding it's like board. The sequel of that movie. <laughs> we didn't need a, a sequel to Nine and a Half. We did it, but, but thank God there was one. Uh, Brandon, call us back next week. Call us back and see if you run into her at the casino, and then don't hesitate. Go up and say, "Hey, I'm my bad." Yes, Seton. By the way, even light stalking is still stalking. It's <laughs> it's ne it's never approved of. Yeah, never. Okay. <laughs> She might appreciate the light stalking. No, she won't. Yeah. What no, about showing up at a place she wants to go socialize and just waiting for her? Is that, is that, is that stalky or is that opportunism? That's stalking. It is? If you go back to the casino, you're good. You're, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you go to the casino and just spend like six hours there looking around for her, that's not stalking. That's no, more. No, you're, you go there every Sunday. Right. And then if she goes back, then, you know, maybe there's some magic there. I love love. Or but, you can also just. Take the lesson of next time you are in that situation, just ask her for a number. Let's take a break. Our play of the day is up next here. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex 
twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The truly brilliant all-electric EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz features some of the smartest tech ever to grace four wheels. With Dynamic Select, you can fine-tune hundreds of vehicle settings to precisely match your driving style. And available in off-road mode, transparent hood lets you see through the sheet metal to steer clear of bumps and potholes directly beneath you. How about that? A 360 array of cameras and sensors constantly alerting you for danger, while 64-color ambient lighting lets you fully customize the ambiance inside the spacious cabin. The EQE SUV is so smart, even the headlights are thinking. Optional digital light technology projects navigation markings and warnings on the road ahead as you drive. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Test drive the EQE SUV. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQE dash SUV. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is play. of the day. Runner left, I got it. I'm going to play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. And this is returnable. This is Absolutely. low. And he has fielded it at the 13. Sets up his blockers. Running left to right. There we go. Darius Davis. 35, 40. Turn on the Jets, Darius. 40, 30, 20, 10. Darius Davis. House call. Touchdown, Chargers. Courtesy of the Chargers Radio Network. 
It doesn't happen very often, but when you have a kick return for a touchdown, you're like, yeah, I remember those days. You don't have kickoff returns, but you do have punt returns. They can't do anything about those. The utterly inspired all-electric EQE sedan from Mercedes-Benz gives us the play of the day. The vehicle all-electric, the feeling all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQE. Bob and Boca. Hey, Bob. Dan, good morning. Good morning. Uh, long time. Long-time listener, long-time member of the Dead Dads Club. And as of this Saturday night, I will be a father of a bride. So my daughter has given me uh, instructions, a hard a hard out at two minutes on the toast. <laughs> my, what, and, and to everybody else, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that special. Okay. Um, so my question to you, though, in the toast, how much do I need to acknowledge my son-in-law who's a good guy, but how much do I make it more about the relationship between me and my daughter? And you only get two minutes. <laughs> You're going to go longer than two minutes. Because, I, I think so. It's not like, it's not like she's going to have the band uh, <laughs> start playing. Yeah. Yeah. The light comes on. Da, you know? da, 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 yeah. da. Um, I think talk, if you, if you have one story... Your your daughter's not going to be upset, disappointed if you're telling the audience great things about her. I think having that one poignant moment where, you know, she, she went from this little girl, she became a woman, or I took her to school, we dropped her off, uh, she surprised me with this, or we did this, we had this one moment. And it's what I always think about. When I watched her walk down the aisle today, I'm watching her, and I keep remembering her as an eight-year-old, and when we went fishing or whatever it might be, it's like that moment that everybody can relate to. And then if you want to say, you know, to her husband, um, you're a lucky man. She's lucky, but you're a lucky man to have her, and uh, I can't wait for grandkids or whatever you want to say like that. Because if you're on the clock, one really good story, I wouldn't do anything where you poked fun at her or him. I would always, and I always say that when the best man gives a speech, it's okay to say nice things. Like, you don't have to make it a roast. You don't need to bring it up about, you know, oh, I remember the girlfriend that he had prior to meeting Sally. Wow, she was hot. No, don't do those things. <laughs> Just make sure that you have a nice little story there. And, and trust me, be brief. It, that's, you're always best. Anybody who goes longer, you dilute what you're saying. To the point, nice story, say beautiful things, and hopefully you get through it without crying. We're all counting on you, Bob, because I haven't done it yet. I got, I got three daughters here, and you know what? They're not going to put me on a two-minute drill. I'm, I'm probably going to take a couple of minutes there if I can get through it. Okay. Seton, would you update the poll results? from What an interesting first hour. Uh, what do you have for the uh, results first hour? First hour, Dan, we put up their more frustrating team, the uh, L.A. Chargers or the New York Jets. Mm. Do you want to guess? I'm going to say the Jets. The, uh, it's not even two to, two to one. It's uh, the L.A. Chargers. Mm. 63% of the vote. Well, but I, I have to give them credit that they did win last night. The Jets have been, they don't have hope. They didn't have hope until this year. That's why hope is always more frustrating than no hope. 
Yeah, we're supposed to be good. We got another franchise quarterback, and we're not winning anything. This is the second franchise quarterback now that you got, and we're not winning anything? Wait, so you'd rather be a Jets fan with no hope than a Charger fan with hope and then being disappointed? No, that's a totally different topic. I would much rather be a Chargers fan, but it's more frustrating to have hope and not win than it is to be like, well, we stink. Man, I love having hope. Yeah, I don't think that those are the same conversation. Hour two on the way, Tim Hasselbeck of the Mothership will stop by, and then Deion Sanders in the final hour of the program. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.